We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg, yes. down Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkinson, yes. they did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? All right, guys, welcome back to Twitter Spaces, an hour before kickoff for Lions, Atlanta Falcons. We have a big game this Sunday, if you guys want to use that term. I hope you guys all had a very Merry Christmas. We are day after Christmas, so I hope everyone had a great Christmas. Um, it's enjoyed time with your family, ate good, got what you wanted for Christmas, whatever that may be. So I hope you guys all had a great Christmas again. Uh, great. I hope you guys had a great Christmas as well. It's my co-host, Pierre. Malcolm, they're here with me today. Hope you guys had a very Merry Christmas as well. But to get into this Lions game, uh, we have some maintenance work that we have to talk about real quick, and that's dealing with the injury report. And I hate to say this, but I guess I jinxed it. Uh, the Lions have officially placed cornerback Amani Oruwariye on reserve slash injured with a thumb injury, and it looks like he could potentially be in a thumb surgery. So that, that this isn't on me. This one is on me because I, I said last week how he is an Iron Man. He doesn't miss games. And little did we know that he finally he, he got hurt on the final drive of that Lions-Cardinals game. And he's now off of the remaining of the year. So I'll take blame for this one. God damn it, Tyler. <laughs> I, 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 I told Tyler, you this is going to happen. No, I told I, I you, man. No words. I have no words. It's just... Why would you even bring that up? What what was what was, what was the, the point? The point was I was trying to get towards was that he could be a long term cornerback that you extend, and one of my main points that I was bringing up, he doesn't get hurt. But yeah, yeah. Hey, Pierre, let me ask you a question, Pierre. Were you thinking about an injury for Money Warrior? Um, was that even on your mind? <laughs> no, Tyler. All of my was even are blaming me. They think I said that on the pod. They're like, you jinxed him. You jinxed him. They did, they said the same thing to me. I was like, no, 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 no. I didn't no, even that was Tyler. I just kept him there. Oh, if you, oh, no, if, if people think it's you, no, man. yeah, you guys are right. It is Pierre. Pierre's the one who started this. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. This we're, not <laughs> we're not spreading false information. It, it was no, not me. It eating. was not me. If people think it's uh-huh. Pierre, it's Pierre. <laughs> Tyler, let's not spread some false information here. All right. So, Amani's out for the rest of the year. I'm curious to think, though, like, do you guys think Amani would be out if 
circumstances were different for the Lions right now? Like if they were in a playoff push right now or no, I, I don't think he's missing this. I, I don't think he'd be on. IR. Neither do I. I think maybe he missed a game I or two. Um, it's not, it's not a, it's not a serious injury. So I, I feel like if we were in the playoffs, he'd be playing in a playoff game. I feel like a lot of these guys right now, like we're going to get into these inactives, but uh, you know, like just quickly, like a guy like TJ Hawkinson, DeAndre Swift. I think they'd all be playing right now if it weren't you know, for the circumstances of what the season is right now. Not that they're tanking or giving up. I think they're just looking more of the big picture long term because you know these games are obviously not as important. You know, to risk losing Hawkinson for more more significant time or DeAndre Swift for more significant time. So I think they're playing more of the caution and safe game right now. So. I wouldn't be too concerned with this Amani or Warrior, you know, off of the remaining of the season. There's only three games left, including this one. So I don't look at it as a big deal. But uh, some guys that are elevated from the practice squad. You got linebacker Devontae Beckett. You got linebacker Curtis Bolton. And you got tight end Shane Zystra. Uh, they are all activated from the practice squad and are activated for today's game versus the Atlanta Falcons. So with that being said, Malcolm, I'm going to kick it off to you. What is the line inactive looking, uh, looking for today? What's the report look like? So for the Detroit Lions inactive, we have safety Jalen Elliott. He's inactive. Running back Jamar Jefferson, he is inactive. Outside linebacker Julian Okora, he is inactive. Running back DeAndre Swift, he is inactive. And linebacker Josh Woods is inactive. Yerp. All right. Um, Pierre, what's the Falcons report looking like? So it's sure, but they before like the game started, they did place defensive lineman Tyler Davis, and he's a rotational guy. On, on the COVID list. So they got wide receiver Tazzy Sharp, quarterback Josh Rosen, defensive lineman John Kaminsky, and uh, offensive lineman Josh Andrews. All of them are inactive. All right. All right. I want to get Malcolm's perspective because he wasn't here for our preview. I think you already know me and Peter are kind of going towards this game. Uh, but Malcolm, I'm curious to hear because you didn't speak on this game. What's the main game plan for the Lions to, uh, to do today? You know, you're missing some weapons today offensively, missing your best corner defensively. What's the game plan today? Man, this is tough, man. No Jared Goff. I mean, <laughs> no Swift. I mean, I don't know, man. I think they try to keep everything the same, man. To keep everything the same. If they believe Tim Boyle, I mean, this is why they brought him in. They brought him in to be that backup. So if something happens to your quarterback, things, you know, the, the, the train keeps rolling. You know, you don't really need to switch up your, your game plan much. So I think they, you know, stay with that balanced attack. You know, run the ball. And take the shots as there was, um, even though Tim Boyd's your quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I hope to see a more aggressive version of Dan Campbell today than the last time that Tim Boyle started when he played the Cleveland Browns. Because, you know, I, I think we saw in that game, and I think he admitted himself, that they played a very conservative game. And they didn't really give themselves a chance to win offensively of how conservative they were playing. Really just relied on the run game. And, you know, it, there's to a certain point that I felt that's just not going to result in many wins. And in that game, even with how bad the Cleveland Browns were, and they gave you many opportunities to win that game, you really handcuffed the quarterback. Even even though he might not have much experience, you really handcuffed him and didn't really give him much of an opportunity to try to win you a football game. And not that I think Tim Boyle is some you know type of quarterback that could win you a football game. I just want to see them at least try. And if it's the reason why we lost because of Tim Boyle, it's the reason why we we lost because of Tim Boyle. I don't want to lose this game because of the coaching staff. I don't want to lose this game because, you know, we didn't try to win this game with our quarterback. If our quarterback makes mistakes, he makes mistakes. It is what it is. You got three games left in the season. Let's see what he could do 
rather than just handcuffing him and then just, you know, playing very, very conservative where you're not even giving the quarterback a shot. I'm not saying the run game shouldn't be your bread and butter. I'm not going there and saying that Tim Boyle should throw this ball 60 times today. And I'm not saying that should be the game plan. I'm just saying I hope there's a more aggressive attack this time around with Tim Boyle than the last time with Tim Boyle when he started versus the Browns. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Oh, go ahead, Tyler. Go ahead, Pierre. Campbell even said that he said last time Boyle was coming off an injury, and I believe they were outdoors. He said he, he's going to be more aggressive with Boyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you look at it this way, man. The offense – has been completely different since then. Since I mean, what this is when since Johnson Johnson took over, it was after yeah. this. It was after when um Tim Boyle played. So yeah, there's no way we're gonna see that same offense. Yeah. There is no chance it's gonna happen because um the offense has been different um in the past few weeks. So I, I think the offense is gonna be the same. We're gonna see how good Tim Boyle is. If it, can he throw the ball downfield? Can he make those intermediate throws? We're going to see that. We're going to see that this game because they're going to let Tim Boyle throw the ball. Yeah. And I don't think with the, the Falcons, I don't think you have much to worry about. Uh, defensively, no, you don't. I mean, their defense is not all there, Booty. especially, Booty especially the back seven. I mean, you have a couple of things to worry about. I mean, you have some um, guys up front, you know, but I, I think the offensive line of the Lions right. should neutralize it if not beat them in that in that you know that battle most you know most snaps. and then AJ Morrell you, you want to throw it his way he's been great this year I mean but you could just go the other way go to Fabian Moreau go to, you, go, could, you could go, go to Richie Grant <laughs> you could just don't target Terrell you then. could and we also talked about their linebackers and coverage too and their um their safeties they haven't like they, they could expose them a little but Detroit also no Swift, right? No Hawkinson. So it'll be interesting to see how that works out. I think the Lions are a great example of you could have a great corner but still have a terrible defense. Just look at all the years you had Darius Slay. No, yeah, you're right. Just yeah. don't go that Thanks. way. <laughs> Just don't go that way. Do you think they'll have Terrell shadow Josh Reynolds? Okay. If they do that, we'll we'll target our other guys. I mean, I think it's possible. Um, I don't think Josh Reynolds is some threat to the Falcons where they look at him as like, that true guy. I mean, I, you still got a guys like Amon Ross St. Brown. You got guys like Khalif Raymond who could, you know, take off a pl- for a player too. I don't think the Falcons look at any of these lines receivers as like a true threat where we have to shadow them. Like you don't have, you know, a Devontae Adams or a Keenan Allen or Mike Evans, whoever it may be. You don't have that true number one receiver in Detroit. So I don't think Atlanta looks defensively and says, hey, we have to shadow our best corner on one of these guys. I think it might just be a, a situation where Terrell just gets one side and the other Fabian Marone, you know, Richie Grant gets his nickel. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think they shadow guys like that. I mean, mainly man teams, like man teams that play man defense, they're the ones who usually like to shadow their best guys versus their best guys. But Falcons play a lot of zone. Um, I, I don't see them doing that. They're just gonna stay on their side. So okay. Um, I think uh, offensively for the Falcons, I think that's where it could be a problem for the Lions in in this game and maybe a tough way to squeak out a game. I mean, you're missing your starting corner, so your Lions corners right now looking as of going into this game, you're going to get another game of Will Harris starting at the outside corner spot, which he was good last week, so we'll see what he could do. Another opportunity this week, and you know, I don't want to say it's a worse receiving core, but it's not the same caliber of receiving core you played last week, so that should be a positive you would think coming into this game, but we'll see. It's going to be Another game for Will Harris starting outside corner is going to be a second career start over there. You're missing Amani or Warrior, so that's another big loss at the other outside cornerback spot. So you're going to go to the rookie, Ifatu Malafanu, which you probably feel more comfortable with this week than he did last week because obviously he missed a lot of time with the injury and then he was on the COVID list, had to miss all week of practice. 
where compared to this week, he got to practice all week. So that is a plus, but still definitely a loss of losing Amani Awari. But I am excited to see the rookie, uh, Ifati Malafan, who get another opportunity starting at the outside corner. Hate that it's this way with injuries, but I think it's going to be intriguing to see how he could do um, with these Falcons receivers because, you know, we mentioned in, in our pregame show that they're not the greatest receivers, but they have some guys that could definitely – they could definitely beat you. You know, you got guys like Kyle Pitts at tight end who we know is very athletic. You can line him up on the outside. You can line him up inside. He's very a dual threat. You can do anything really with him. Um, and then they also have some solid receivers like Russell Gage. And then you got guys like Cordell Patterson who they use in the running back and they use in the receiving core. They, they have a lot of weapons that they're going to use towards this game. So a uh, big task for your corners in this game with uh, Will Harris, A.J. Parker, Ifati Malafano. So I'm really intrigued to see how they could do with this task today. Yeah, you got also if he making his first career start, I believe. So, um, a lot of a lot of young guys in the secondary. But a positive is you got Tracy Walker coming back, and he's kind of like your like your coach on the field, sort of, right? Yeah. So that's, and, that's good to have. To and you're going to definitely need that now because of no Alex Anzalone. You know, he's out for the remainder of the year. And another guy that kind of took over that not captain role, but he was. I think he had the what's the thing they called like the the play caller on defense. It might. Yeah, yeah, and that's Josh Woods, and he's not here either. He's out today too, so it's going to be interesting. Do you give that to Reeves Mabin today, or do you give that to Derek Barnes? Reeves Mabin, absolutely. If they give it to Tracy Walker. Okay, yeah, that's possible. I mean, usually it's the Mike linebacker, like you guys said. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It might be Walker, it might be Reeves Mabin. I think that's low-key kind of a big loss for the Lions defense, but it is opening an opportunity for Derek Barnes to play, which – you know, he hasn't been seeing the field as much as I think people expected. And Josh Woods was not really a guy that had many expectations. was really just a special teams ace type of guy that I think people expected. But low-key, the last couple of weeks, you know, when Alex Anzalone was out there, Woods was getting a lot of the snaps. So, you know, there's no Woods, no Alex Anzalone. You're going to have to rely on Reeves Mabin and Derek Barnes. And then he obviously promoted some guys from the practice squad. He got Tevante Beckett and uh, Curtis Bolton. Don't really expect to see too much of them, so it's really going to be a lot of Derek Barnes today. You would have to expect, right? Um, I don't know. Maybe they go with more dime than nickel, right? Maybe they play more DBs. I, I don't know what they'll do to be honest, because the Falcons. What the Falcons like to do, the Falcons. If you remember Tennessee a couple years ago, they like to run the ball and work the play action off the running game, control the clock. That's what Arthur Smith likes mm-hmm. to do. Basically, what the Lions have done the past couple weeks. So it's going to be tricky for the Lions. Do you go smaller? If you go smaller, obviously it's easier to run. If you go bigger, you got some more inexperience on the field. So the the, th- the thing with that too, I trust AJ, yeah. man. I trust. AJ. Yeah, the thing with that too is though you're very short on corners too. Like you, you are. You lost Amani, like we mentioned, but you did get some guys back. You got we mentioned Tracy Walker already. He's back from the COVID list, and Bobby Price. Bobby back. Price is back, and then Mark Gilbert's back as well. And then uh, Brady Breeze oh, is getting yeah. another opportunity this week to. Uh, to activate it, so y- you do have some yep. secondary players, but a lot of inexperience there as well. So it's, I don't know what the Lions are going to bring defensively today. I think that's going to be something to watch out for in this matchup, for sure. And you spoke about Cordell Patterson. I believe he's like the only running back right now who has over 500 receiving yards and 500 rushing yards. He's an animal in the NFL. Uh, yeah, he's he's uh. The Lions have to know where he's at all times. Him and Kyle Pitts. If they can neutralize those two or somehow like try to stop those two, that's how you win this game. Yeah. Who cares if Russell Gage beats you? Who cares if the other guys beat you? If you could stop these two guys, 
that's that's how you win the obviously also Mike Davis, right? Is that his yeah, name? Mike the Davis. Backup? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mike Davis. If you could stop their running game and if you could kind of neutralize Kyle Pitts somehow, which is tough because Pitts is like six six, runs like four four or something like that. He's he's a really athletic kid, right? So that that should be the plan for the Lions. Wherever Patterson is and Pitts is, try to neutralize them, try to stop them, and then work from there. Malcolm, I'm just curious. Easier said than done. Yeah, obviously. Malcolm, I'm just curious because <laughs> me and Pierre talking in the pregame show that you, you couldn't join us with. Um, a guy like Cordell Patterson, we've obviously – you know, we've seen him in the north with the Bears. We've seen him on different teams like the Patriots. And, you know, he's really just mainly a returner. Maybe you see him a little bit in the passing game. But you kind of see this new version of Cordell Patterson. I'm just curious. What's your thoughts on this type of, this type of running back or type of player, I guess, because he, he's a do-it-all. Yeah, he's a football player. Yeah. He's a football player. Like you ask, like what position he plays? He plays. He's a football player. He can play any position. I I, th- I think on their depth chart, I think he's like even like the backup. He's safety. like the third string safety. Yeah, <laughs> he said he wants to get inter- third he, he wants to get interception this year. Like like the, he he's Mister Do It All man, and I honestly b- do believe that he could c- cause us a lot of problems. Um, you know, getting passes in the backfield, having a mismatch with, you know, a linebacker. He's a former receiver. You know, it, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. No. Definitely. I, th- this game, you know, talently, they don't look like they have a bunch of talent. They're six and eight football team, and you know, they, they're not a great football team. But this is one of those matchups where I'm a little worried for the Lions because I think a guy like Arthur Smith, I think he's going to kind of take advantage of the the mismatches that we have, especially with injuries, COVID, and you know, guys being placed on injury reserve. I, I think this could be a tough game for the Lions. You know, playing in Atlanta too. Technically, you have a lot to play for today. They're still in the middle of that seven seed playoff race. I believe they're they're either tied or one game behind for that seven seed. So they're you know right in the middle of that. So I think this could be a tough game for the Lions. So with that being said, let's get into our predictions. The spread right now is sitting at seven points for the Atlanta Falcons favorite. So I'll start off with you, Pierre. Is that spread too high for you, or do you think the Falcons run away with this? Wait. Before we get to predictions, I want to break up something. Um, the Falcons are not good at side notes. So everything you said, what Dan Campbell's going to try to do, he's going to try to keep that offense, that Falcons offense on the sidelines, kind of what they did last week, right? Mm-hmm. With the Cardinals offense. Keep that offense on the sidelines and try to control the clock and score points. And don't turn the ball over. I think that, that should be the plan today going into today. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that – Probably is going to be the plan too. I think it might be a little more difficult, even though you're not playing a great defense. You got a back quarterback in there today, so uh, yeah, you do have a back quarterback. That's like the only. If you had golf, you probably have a chance to win. Mm-hmm. I think had golf, but here's my prediction: since they don't have golf, I'm going to go with the Falcons, twenty-four to twenty-two. Okay, so a very close game. And as far as the spread, you're taking the Lions because that's a seven-point spread for the Falcons' way. Okay. Too many points, bro. Even for the Falcons, like the Falcons are a team that's like that's been really inconsistent all year. Yep. All right. What's your bold prediction for this game? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My bold prediction, let's say they hold uh, Kyle Pitts and Cordell Patterson combined on 75 yards. So they hold them to 75 yards or less. If they do that, I think they could win this game. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's bold, right? Uh, yeah, okay. All right, um, Malcolm, what do you got for this game? All right, so I have this I have this being um let's say let's say 17-14. I'm actually going to go Lions. 17-14 Lions. I think our coach staff is going to prove <laughs> do another they're going to prove everybody wrong again that they're going to that they're a really great unit. And even with guys banged up, I think they're going to still try to pull out a win. And this is a game I think it'll be a very low-scoring game, but close, and they're going to pull out a win. Okay. You guys are you guys are more riskier than I am. I'm taking the Falcons to win this game, and I'm going to take the Falcons to cover the spread as well. Even though it is seven points, I think seven points is a bit rich, but I'm going to take the, the Falcons to cover. I just think the Lions have a lot of mismatches, especially with Tim Boyle. I think I agree with Pierre. If we had a guy like Jared Goff today, I think the Lions could maybe even sneakily pull off a game and win it or, um, you know, just keep it really close. But I'll take the Falcons to win this game. I'll say 30 to 20. I'll say 30 to 20 Atlanta wins this game. And as far as a bold prediction, uh, I feel like I've said this one before. Um, Derek Barnes is going to go for the – the triple crown. He's going to get a sack today, an interception, and a fumble recovery. Wow! And um, okay. you, you didn't um, let me do my bold prediction. Oh, my fault. My fault. <laughs> um, my fault. no, you good. You good, bro. Um, so for my bold prediction, I'm going to say that um, Tim Boyle will lead us in a a game winning drive for to, for the win. Okay, that's that's not really bold, but I'll give you it. that is bold to me. <laughs> okay. Tim Boyle to lead you to on a game winning drive. Shoot, that is bold as hell. Okay, okay, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. All right. Um, if anyone wants to come up and speak your two cents to this game, we're open. Looks like that may be it. Okay. Nobody. Is that it? Wait, nope. I got a request. I got a request. Hold on. What is happening? You're Yo, muted. What's happening, hey, man? Good morning, What's up, guys. Man? First of all, good morning. I'm over here from Cali getting ready for this game. 
Hey man, I'm excited, bro. Honestly, I think Tim Boyle's gonna do something we haven't I haven't seen before today. Hmm. Uh, I feel it. What is I that? Know. What is that? Something. I feel. I, yo, I'm. I'm expecting. I'm <laughs> expecting quite a few completions today. I'm expecting quite a few first downs. I'm. I'm. Just, I'm thinking yardage. Maybe not points, but I'm thinking yardage. Three hundred yards from Tim Boyle today. Yeah, man, three hundred yards from Tim Boyle. That's what, oh, that's what oh, I'm seeing. Oh, oh. three hundred yards. Okay, uh, Malcolm, you hear that? Go on. Well, you can't do it, but I was gonna say, go on FanDuel right now and go play some, go play some prop bet of Tim Boyle throwing three hundred plus <laughs> yards. <laughs> no, but no, mostly I wanted to. I just wanted to hop on the podcast and say that, hey, man, Amani Oriway, man, y'all jinxed it, bro. That was that was um your boy that Tyler. Was Tyler, that was not us. Don't say y'all. That was Tyler. Tyler. Don't say y'all, y'all, because I I try to stop him. I try to stop him. I don't even know why the hell he brought it up. I I try to ask why he brought it up, but no, that was one hundred percent Tyler. Man, I hundred percent Tyler. It, man, I as soon as I saw the post, man, I was just like, oh god. That one's on me. I'm I'm taking full play. There's no blame to be going towards anybody else. I'll I'll take full accountability. Fair though, to be fair, you said it after he got injured, so you didn't really know he was going to be out. You said that's true. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like he got injured like the next play after. So you didn't really jinx it. To be fair, you said it after after he got injured. No, 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 no. He did jinx it. Hey, hey, no, he he jinxed it. He tried to he ease the situation. No, he, he said he, he was game. like, "Yeah, he never been out. He hasn't missed time." And look at this shit. So the moment he mentioned that, now he's out. He has okay, but like, are you the remainder a... system? <laughs> okay, the but season. Like, are you concerned with this injury? Like, it's a finger injury that he's missing the three meaningless football games. Like, I am not concerned with this injury at all. He's going to be no. completely fine come towards the off season. It's not like no. he blew out his knee or he blew out. Like, That's he... what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not like no, he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine, but. Tyler still did jinxes. You know, maybe hey man, that's, that's all we can. That's all we can hope for that he's going to be fine. That he's just yeah. going to be able to recover and he's going to bounce back. But this guy is definitely somebody that when he when we when he came onto the team, I thought he was going to be good. And then there was a time where he was questionable. He's just been nothing but improving. He's been showing that he can drop back in the coverage, that he can be the guy to press somebody. And I, I'm so excited for that player, man. He's going to be a dope ass guy. And I say this all the time on this show, but. If you guys remember, I loved him coming out, and I texted Malcolm. I was like, "Yo, why is this guy?" Keep now, I remember me and Pierre. We watched day one of the draft together in that that 2019 NFL draft. We were, I think, we went to a beatups and we watched the NFL draft. And Amani wasn't taken day one, and you know we're just talking about some day two guys was on our car way back, and we're like, uh, like, like, who are some names that maybe the Lions could take in the second round, or you know maybe in the third round, and. You know, I remember Pierre's like, man, if Amani's there with our second round pick, I'm all in for the second round pick. And we're like, okay, he's not, he has, still hasn't been taken in the second round. We're texting each other. Third round pass still hasn't been taken. Fourth round pass still hasn't been taken. Fifth round, uh, the Lions finally select Amani Warrior. I've never been that excited for a fifth round pick. Yeah, man, I was. I was, I forgot what I texted you guys, but I was going crazy. For a fifth round pick, you never think like that's even a thing. Yeah, I had a, like a late one, early two, I think, on him, if I remember. That cornerback class was a little weak. He was like my corner one or corner two, I forgot. But, um, yeah, man, it's nice. It's looking good the way he's developed. For sure, man. It looks like a long-term piece for this team. I think AG says he views him like as a cornerback who could develop into like a yeah. shutdown. So he's not there. He has things to work on. But they view, if they view him like that, he's going to be here long-term. 
He should, should be. be. I mean, he's right now. I mean, I'm still going to use it. He, he's still an Iron Man to me. He's still an Iron Man to me. He he proves that he deserves a long term contract, in my opinion. Now he's improved every year. He comes in and works. He's like he doesn't. He has no issues off the field. He's well, he's everything you want in a player. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Oh, I'm just excited for next season, man. It's going to be a good season next year. I I have nothing but high hopes for the team. It's going to be cool, man. I mean, it's still kind of like a rebuilding year. I'm expecting them to be better, but maybe not as like like competing for a division better. We'll see, though. It's too early to talk about. But is it bad that I don't care about a draft pick anymore? I just want them to win. I mean, no, we're with you, man. Yeah. We're with you because. You look at the lines, they, they selected Sewell at seven, right? If say you have like the seven or eight fit, you can still get a really good player and build around that player. Exactly. Man, that's what like a lot of people that I talk to about, like here in California, they're like, Oh man, you're a Lions fan? I'm like, Yeah. But they're like, Oh man, you guys need to do this, you guys need to do that. And I'm like, Hey man, I don't control the team, but all I can do is sit back and watch. But I'm I just have nothing but hope for the team, man. It's gonna be What awesome. part of Cal are you from? I'm from Pasadena, California, home of the Rose Parade. No? That's, okay. that's what's up, man. Being a Lions fan well, from all the way there. Appreciate yeah, man, the support, the brother. The Rose yeah, of course, man. I've followed you guys for a long time, man. As soon as you guys got out the podcast, I've been an avid listener. It's awesome, bro. You guys are doing a great job. Appreciate it, man. Support, brother. Hey, thanks a lot, man. You guys got it. All right, have a good one, man. Enjoy the game. Thank you, sir. Okay. All right. I think. That might be it. That's it? Okay. That's it. All right. I uh, hope you guys all enjoyed. I hope you guys, again, all had a very Merry Christmas. Yep. And we'll talk about this Lions-Falcons game, you know, afterwards. Okay, wait, hold up. We're not done. We got another one. Yep. My fault. Okay. What's going My on, My guys, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, fellas. Merry Christmas, Merry brother. Christmas. Hey, look, so, I, I, I mean, I think we're going to lose. You know what I'm saying? But I, I think – uh. I think our I think our running backs can total up uh almost hundred yards apiece. Jamal Williams and uh Craig Reynolds. Cause the Falcons defense not solid. Like I feel like the Falcons biggest, you know, strong point of their team is they offense. You know what I'm saying? They got some playmakers and we got a lot of injuries. But I feel like our offensive line and our running backs like really can do some damage today. I ain't really sold on you. the passing game because Jared Goff ain't playing. So I'm, you know, top uh boy. But I feel like our running backs can have a good game. But I mean we we gotta we gotta run the ball. Like we, like you said, uh, Pierre Tyler, we gotta do what we did to Arizona. Like we gotta keep them off the field. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's gonna be their game plan. We'll see though. Okay. Yeah, man. I just I just no, want to tap no. in and tell y'all boys happy holidays. And you know, I, I, I we we possibly go in, but I think our running backs. You know what I'm saying? Gonna gonna be the key for us today. I, I really don't trust the quarterback, so you know I ain't gonna get no predictions on you know who I think you know um, as far as our receiver core is. But I feel like our running backs can get it done today, and hopefully the defense. We need a big game out of Charles Harris today too. Yeah, let's go. Man. I mean, I think yeah. if you have Jared Goff, I think you have a better shot of winning this game. I'm, I'm, I'm I guess I'm intrigued to see what Tim Boyle could do today. We'll see what he. So, I mean, so, so let me ask y'all one more question: Do y'all feel like Jared Goff then did enough within the last two games to solidify that you know he could be our quarterback next next year? He's going to be our quarterback next year. Regardless. Next I'm year, cool for sure. That, After that, I don't I'm know. cool with that. Because I just feel like this draft, we shouldn't draft no kind of quarterback. If anything, go get one out of free agency. But don't draft no quarterback. Just 
you know, draft BPA or, you know, something like that. But don't draft a quarterback. Like, let Goff do his thug because he kind of been doing pretty good for us. Yeah, I've, n- I've never yeah. really been under the impression that the Lions were going to draft a quarterback in this draft. I just never really thought it was much of a likely, you know, likely thing to do unless it was like a late day three pick or something like that. I right. think I think something that's possible though is like you go into free agency and you bring maybe a higher end backup than what you did this offseason with Tim Boyle and maybe replace David Blau. I think they go with someone um, higher end back. When I was just telling Peter this, I think they should sign somebody where not necessarily beats out Goff for the starting spot, but I don't think Goff should be necessarily handed the starting quarterback spot. If that's someone like a Marcus Mariota, a Tyrod Taylor, just someone who has started before, who's you know been a QB one before. I think that should be the plan this offseason. Do I ultimately think Goff probably wins that job? Yes, but I just don't think he should be handed the job, and I think there should be some type of competition going into the offseason. Absolutely. Absolutely. A quarterback, at least, like you said, just going to get a veteran. But I feel like it's a possibility where Marcus Mariota or uh, Teron Taylor possibly, well, more so Teron Taylor because he, you know, he was actually starting. But I feel like he could possibly, not 100%, but he possibly could – you know, beat Goff out of the starting job. That's but what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's possible point, if, like, Goff really sucks. But, you know, I, I think that that should be the competition you have this offseason. It should just be handed to Jared. I'm I'm not a Goff fan. I ain't going to lie to you all. But the last two games, Goff been playing some good mm-hmm. football. And then, like I said, I feel like our, our biggest strong point is our offensive yeah. line. And then we still missing Frank Ragnow. Frank Ragnow. So, you know, next season, like, we got something to look forward to. For but sure. I just – you know, I hope they can finish out the next two games strong. Win, lose, or draw. Like, I just want them to compete because we really building a nice little coach. For sure. So. For sure. Yeah, no. And, yeah. and, like, Tank, if, like, Tyrod ends up being a better quarterback in the preseason and training camp than Jared Goff, then, yeah, start Tyrod Taylor. That's completely fine with me. But, like, ultimately, if I had to predict, like, today, December 26, 2021, I'd probably say Jared Goff probably beats those guys out. But, like, I'm not – 100% confident. So I, I just think they should bring in someone just at the very least to compete. Man, I got to be honest about Tyrod, man. That dude doesn't take no chances at all. I don't want him on my football team. It just has – I'm just bringing just, up a name. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be Tyrod. Yeah, okay, yeah. just like I get you were saying. Just bring up like a like a proven veteran exactly. or like a somewhat decent veteran just to put some pressure on golf. I get so, that. Pierre sound like he'd rather have, he rather have Mick Trubisky than Teron Taylor. I actually would. Oh no! Oh no! No, I oh, would no. because Mitch, because Mitch is young. Um, he's in a different system with Buffalo right now. He has a strong arm. He can move. Yeah, Mitch has more upside to me than uh than Tyrod Taylor. That's true. I love the direction we going in right now. Like I said, I can't wait for the next couple of seasons. But just how this season gonna end? Going into the like you just told the one guy Pierre. Like I don't feel like you know we gonna be competing next year but i mean i feel like our roster gonna be better we can get some free agents we got good draft capital like you know that's what it you know linked to it because again we building something here you know compared to and then the the way that we've been winning and fighting you know it make other players want to come here like oh, okay you know they actually you know doing something like yeah we losing but you know so what the- that arizona that arizona thing woke up i think the league the league kind of was like shook with that win last week we literally dominate them like we fucked them up excuse yeah. my language but we Damn, did man. on all three phases. Yeah, that that was that was straight domination, out coaching, out playing. The other team is a lot more talented than you. You have practice squad guys starting, and you just dominated. Like you you ran them out the building. Arizona, all Arizona doing to me though was showing me they really not that good without uh, Dion. I mean they're a good team, but I mean they defense really ain't. You know what I'm saying? Like they ain't got no run defense. Like 
Chandler Jones can't do it by himself. He's pretty much in the same situation he was in last year with J.J. Watt being injured. So it's – but they done. Man, I'm, I'm just thinking of the irony of Mitch Trubisky was in a Lions uniform. I think it'd be funny as hell. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky? I think it'd be funny as hell just to see Mitch in a Lions uniform. <laughs> I would hate it so bad. <laughs> After, I, I wouldn't hate it as much as the Bears did because the Bears traded Yeah, up. no, I mean, this is a – it would be a one-year deal. No, look, if you get Mitch on like a one-year, $23 million deal, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't either. I think it would just be so funny with all the shit we've talked about Mitch over the years. I know the circumstances are obviously a lot different. The back and quarterback is making like essentially nothing. But I think it would just be funny as hell. Hey, can I can I tell y'all something random? It's about a quarterback. It's random. I don't know if y'all really too much care about him. The quarterback I like, he in the league. He played for a team. Like if he was a free agent, depending on you know how much he wanted, I sign him. I like for some reason I like Derek Carr. I feel like Derek Carr is a pretty good quarterback. But I just feel like Derek Carr don't really have enough weapons other than the tight end and his running backs can't stay healthy. So other than the tight end, nobody. I mean, and his offensive line is garbage. To me. He's not a free agent. He's not a cheap quarterback. He's He's uh, he's a good quarterback, so I do like Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah. I like he's very Derek expensive. If he hits the market, he's he's probably going to cost you north of thirty. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. He's, no way. Yeah, he's he's not a cheap quarterback by any means. Someone would. Pick. He has a strong arm. He's a good leader. I mean, he's everything you want in a quarterback, right? Sometimes he makes those stupid mistakes, but like you said, his his talent around him is not the best. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, his contract, he actually will be a free agent in 2023 as a UFA. So if Raiders don't extend him next year, he could hit the open market potentially in 23. That's, that's, that's cool. We ain't going to need him in 23 because I'm just predicting big in 23. We're going to have Bryce Young as our quarterback. So we ain't going to need nobody. That's <laughs> Let's that we go, man. You know what I'm saying? We Let's got Bryce, go. We got Bryce Young coming in because Bryce Young, looked so, he looked so poised. And I ain't trying to get off the line subject, but. I can't wait the next weekend to see these guys play again because this college stuff right now has just been keeping me on my feet. But, Ting, but it, you say you got Bryce Young coming in next year, right? But, look, if you don't have the number one pick, whoever has the number one pick. But you have capital um, for you. Right, you got draft You have capital. capital, but, look, a team would have to be willing to pass on that quarterback for you to take that quarterback. Like, when there's a franchise QB and the team needs a quarterback, you rarely see a team pass on a franchise quarterback. That's true. Cause, I mean, don't get me wrong, though. It's going to be a lot of good quarterbacks for next year. But I'm right now, I'm sold on Bryce Young. Like, the boy just seemed like he's so poor. It's like, when they just beat – who they beat, Georgia? Like, he was just sitting in a pocket. What? I'm like, man, like, look at this. You know, this this young guy, then he won Heisman. Like, man, like, we need a quarterback like that. Like, that's just me, though. I mean, y'all might mm-hmm. like the guys this year, like Malik Willis or no. – You know what I'm saying? Oh, Bryce Young. It's a big project. I mean, I like him, but he's – He's gonna take time. He's like a Jordan Love. He's gonna take a lot of time to develop. Yeah, he got he got superstar, you know, superstar traits, but it's really up to him though. Like you said, Pierre, he, he got the, you know, he got the intangibles, but like you said, gotta get the right coaching staff around him. Yeah, but we close a big project. I don't know if they're willing to like just spend a pick on a guy and wait two, three years to develop him. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I ain't doing that. But yeah, man, I just wanted to tap in, man. Get y'all. I, I, I ain't picking no bro predictions. I just want to see the – you know what? Okay, I got a bold prediction. I think uh, – is Tracy Walker playing? Yes. I think Tracy Walker get a pick pick six today. Okay. I like that's, that one. That's, that's my prediction. I like but that. I think we're going to cover that, that seven-point spread on FanDuel. Okay. Go, go on FanDuel right now. And someone said Tim Boyle over 300 yards. You make a lot of money if that happens today. Who, who, who said that? <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say it. I'm just saying someone in here said 300 yards from Tim Boyle. No, good, good, good luck, good, good luck, Tim boy. Good luck, good luck, but 
<laughs> I just wanted to tap in with y'all, man. Happy holiday. Appreciate Merry it, Tank, man. I'm going to join after the game over with too, man. But I just want right, to tap man. in with y'all. Merry Christmas right, again, team. brother. Enjoy the All game, right, guys. fellas. All right. And, and before we end really quickly, I'm not saying we're going to talk about this right now, but this is a conversation we're going to have to talk about in the offseason, definitely, because 2023, there are some intriguing free agent quarterbacks out there. If golf is not the answer, we're gonna get into this. We're gonna get into this topic in the offseason for sure. So I'm I'm very intrigued to bring up some names that they're on this list. So, with that yeah. being said, let's just focus on this game. We'll, we'll, we'll worry about that in the offseason. But I like that Tink brought that up because I didn't even think about that. I just looked it up and it's not terrible. So we'll talk about that in the offseason. But I uh, hope you guys all enjoyed this Falcons game. And like I said earlier, we'll be back right after the game. So I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, guys. Enjoy the game. I'm out. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm, and I'm out. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.